we are live. Win or lose, we keep it real. Join Crime in the Pocket for Vikings Final Score. Skull Vikings. Let's go. What's going on, y'all? Jason Brown here with my man Flip Mozzie. Up late watching the Vikings do the improbable, the incredible. The Vikings just beat the 49ers and all the doom and gloom from a couple weeks ago. It's a whole new season. It's a whole new season. We're back, baby. We are back. Flip, my man. How you doing? baby. How you been? What's cracking, man? I'm doing well. What a win. What a win. You know, when Greg Joseph missed that field goal, you know, things got real tight again. Got real tight again in front of all those Niners fans. Apparently, people in San Francisco just be looking for any excuse to get out of that city, go watch their team play in Minnesota. But we got the win, man. And we've now won two in a row. We've now won a home game, a 2023 home game. The upset win the Vikings needed to give a little life to the season. There was some good. There was some bad. But that's every game in the NFL. We got the W. Where you want to start, Jason? I don't even know, man. Like, when going through the game, it starts off, and it was like, man, here we go again. Third play of the game, I think it is. Addison just gets a big boy ball ripped out of his hands, and we're like, here we go. Here we go. But, man... Addison came back from that play to absolutely dominate the rest of the game. Kevin big O'Connell. Big boy, pun intended, or big boy, not pun intended? I mean, he just got big boy. He came in there. It was like big brother just came and took it from him. Okay. and Not uh, like big boy, the halftime show. No, 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 no. And then, I don't know. Brian, Brian Flores, Kevin O'Connell. They heard they they heard us, man. They heard all y'all t- talking trash about the play calling. Kevin O'Connell dialed up a great game. Brian Flores, I don't know what this defense was. I think they said six uh, six takeaways coming into this game. Three takeaways against arguably the best team in the NFC. Brock Purdy turned back into a pumpkin. Uh, Kirk Cousins balled his ass off. I don't even know. Flip, like, for you, who's your offensive player of the game? Well, I think anybody's answer is going to be Jordan Addison. You you got his stats up, Jay? What I, got do you do? Up. I got him up. So Addison on the day, seven receptions, 124 yards, two touchdowns on 10 targets. And we're one not even talking scared. about one injury scare. <laughs> and we're not even talking about the pass interference flags that he was drawing all game long. They couldn't cover, man. They just could not deal with him. They could not cover the man, and I'm no schematic guy. I don't know how this relates to what the Vikings offense decided to do without Justin Jefferson compared to with Justin Jefferson. But either way, I just I get the feeling that when J.J. comes back, we got two studs. That's great. That's great to hear. And I don't know 
I don't know if we can say that. I mean, there's no such thing, good thing as an injury in the NFL, but Justin Jefferson resting that hammer ham, hamstring injury, injury breeds opportunities for players, and Jordan Addison made the most out of that opportunity. They decided to feature him in this game. TJ Hawkinson also played well, but the player that we got to focus on is Jordan Addison and what this can mean for the Vikings if they've got two stud receivers and the highest paid tight end in the NFL going forward. I mean, I want to show some love to Kirk Cousins. Like, there were a lot of questions. And I mean, if we go back just a week to what this offense was going to look like (laughs) sans JJ, and like, they didn't do much last week to make us feel like, you know, there were going to be rosy days ahead. And... Kirk, you know, there was an interception. Miles was very upset that Kirk threw that pass. Jordan, it was, Addison, a, it was a bad decision. It, it was a bad pass, bad decision. <laughs> but he bounced back and balled out throughout this game. Jordan Addison was uncoverable. But even when Jordan Addison had to take a break, you had Brandon Powell Brandon out there. Powell. You had KJ. Like, Kirk was really just getting the ball to everybody, getting yeah. everybody involved. TJ Hawkinson with 11 receptions on the day. They just could not stop him. and you know, the narrative about Kirk and like they even were talking about it on the broadcast. He was two and 10 on Monday night football coming into this game and he was absolute lights out. And wow, with, you go all the way with it. Average moments. Kirk was unstoppable on third down. Like, who is this man and what have they done with Kirk Cousins? Because, yeah, he, all the things that the last time we were on here talking about him seeming skittish in the pocket, unsure of where to go, and all of those things. Kirk was just dialed all the way in. It was a beautiful thing to see. And, like, I love it. I love it. You, you got to give flowers to the offensive line, too. I mean, do we trade Ezra Cleveland? Is he tradable now? Dalton Reisner comes in. O-line has one of their best games against one of the best defenses in the NFL. You got to give him flowers because Kirk had clean pockets to just deal those dimes all night long now you know there were some things on offense that we can get into but we're still talking positive so i, I i'll just keep I on mean, marinating you can just, on give me, just give me a little little sprinkle like what, what was it that you saw out there that maybe you'd want to want to see a little bit different because like i don't know mm-hmm. I, I came away from this like yeah they kept the ball away from san francisco they converted mm-hmm. i think they were over 70 percent on third down today like yeah they almost played a complete. I mean, they almost played a complete almost. game. I, I think, it was still a complete game. I think, even though it was okay. clean, it was a complete game. We'll, we'll call it a nitpick. We'll call it a nitpick. But run game improved. Nitpick number one, Madison. There's still, there's still way too much Alex Madison <laughs> in this thing, bro. There's still too much, and you see, you see Cam Akers out there you see ty chandler out there and you're just like all of a sudden your eyes just can't keep up because they've been stuck in slow motion watching number two back there for so long and then you get down to the goal line where maybe you don't need that pop you don't need that speed and the vikings i mean they still cannot get a yard in the red zone when they need it that red zone offense is probably nitpick number two because that game was a lot closer than it needed to be. It's true. You know, it's true. Red, tough red zone offense combined with 
the kicker who we will not name because he just don't he don't deserve to be on the show for how he played. Overall, overall good. I give um an A minus going against a tough defense. Hey, we will take an A minus if anyone yeah. coming into the season said that after the 49ers game with the way that team is on defense, we were going to be saying a minus. Yeah. I think we would all take it. We would all take, it, especially no Justin Jefferson, a minus for the offense on a day, mm-hmm. but you're right. The red zone, terrible. This is one of those games where it was a clean game. It wasn't a clean game, but I did feel like the first complete game they played and, all season yes. long. Most complete game and cleanest game they've played all season long. I don't know why they make us wait. I don't know why it's always got to be these one-score games. But thank you, Minnesota, for looking like a football team, like an actual football team. And no, Aaron, I, I cannot believe that shit. I am, I am still a bit in disbelief, <laughs> but I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, yeah, like in two weeks, I get two, to go two, watch this team three. hopefully blow out the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Like, that's going to be good times. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a difficult time yeah. believing this one because <laughs> – when you think about this game, this is the type of team historically, especially recent history, that has just decimated the Vikings. Like, we just get destroyed in the trenches against a team that's built like the 49ers are built. We can't mm-hmm. hold up in the pass game. We can't hold up in the run game. We generally aren't able to run a functional offense against a team that is constructed like the 49ers are constructed. And we came out here and put an absolute clinic offensively on this team and this is what we've been saying we wanted to see all season this is what we needed is that the offense converting those third downs keeping the defense off the field which is a huge part of protecting the defense yeah and then the defense being opportunistic and getting takeaways when they need to like that's the recipe that's the way this team has to win and they stepped up and did it in the biggest game of the season to date against arguably the toughest opponent of the season to date and you absolutely love to see it. You love to love see it. it. Something to cheer about. Absolutely. We uh, And I was right there with you, Aaron. Just like up until the very end, they missed that, that kick. And it was like, oh, man. Like, <laughs> why can't it be easy? You know, like, here we go. But then again, you remembered you're playing against Brock Purdy, which I think is yeah. Flip, Flip described him. He's like a broke man's Kirk Cousins. So you felt they might. okay. They might be begging Quasey to let him take Kirk back on the flight with him <laughs> after the way that Brock Purdy played. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, man. And look, would you ever see this a day that we're here this season with the folks in the comments shouting out the Vikings defense? Vikings defense played solid. Whew. They played fast. We got to love fast. it. So speaking of the defense, I mean, there's a very obvious answer here. Miles, midway through the game, shouted out, Cam Bynum said that, you know, he is our best defensive back and he doesn't think that should be anything anyone argues about. Comes mm-hmm. up two picks in this game. Anyone else stand out for you on defense? Oh, man. I mean, Daniil Hunter is just being Daniil Hunter things. I think, you know, it, it was more of the the speed they were playing with because they seemed more rested than anything else that really popped out to me. I mean, there were still plays to be had, you know, Brian Flores was still blitzing like crazy. Um, and, and, and Cam Bynum, the two interceptions he made really, I mean, 
they weren't the most difficult interceptions. They were great reads of the quarterback. But, yeah, I think defensively you give him the game ball. I will ask you, Jason, no Debo, no Trent Williams. Does that downgrade the defensive performance for you? Or, you know, are you still like, look, we still had to go against the best player caller in the NFL, the best running back in the NFL, one of the best tight ends in the NFL. You know, how do you just balance that? How the defense played with who they were going against? It's the NFL. So people are going to be banged up. But the 49ers are still a great team with great depth. Uh, I mean, Trent Williams was out, but it wasn't like you were really pointing to like Daniel Hunter, anyone completely just taking over and wrecking the game because he was gone. So like the offensive line for the 49ers still played well enough. So like, I'm not downgrading that part of it. And ultimately like it was our defense that had to show up. Like they were missing. I'm sorry. It was our offense that had to show up. We were missing players. They were missing players on the offensive side of the ball, but our offense played Mm -hmm. keep away. Like there was a point there in the second half where I think, San Francisco only had three possessions in the game just because of how, like, granted, each of those possessions took them to the red zone, I think. (laughs) But um, we just played keep away. Our offense was so good, so dialed in that, like, we just kept them off the field. And I think ultimately that's the formula that this team has to go with because our defense still isn't great. They were opportunistic tonight, but the defense isn't great and isn't going to hold up if they have to go out there after a bunch of three and outs. It's just not going to happen. And today is what we needed to see. It's what we've wanted to see from Kirk, from Kevin O'Connell all season long, which is, you know, let's not get too cute. Let's call the plays that are working. Let's do some clear. And, like, they just seemed to have an answer. Like, they were a step ahead, it felt like. San Francisco, San Francisco blitzes. We drop a screen in right behind the blitz. San Francisco runs man. We had a man beater Mm -hmm. called. They run zone. We send... Brandon Powell to clear out the zone and then TJ Hawkinson follows him into the vacated space. Like we just seem to be a step ahead of them all night long. And that is absolutely what I think we need to see. So no, like I think uh, it wasn't a fluky win. Like Kirk Cousins played lights out football today and the offense was humming. So like, no, I, this is the game. This is the win. This is what we need. Their guys were there on defense. So no. Yeah. The, the defense for me, it's like the fact that you, can't totally pick a, a player of the game. It, it just speaks so it, it's just a great thing to see Brian Flores come here. And it's like, it's just players making plays. It's like DJ Wanham flashing for a tackle for a loss. Jordan Hicks band down something at the line of scrimmage. Jaqueline and Roy getting a stop. Cam Bynum getting two picks. You know, it's all these different players making plays at any given time that is just so much better to see than, you know, a couple studs who you, it, it, it can only be them. It feels like anybody on this defense can make a play at any given time when they're, when they're clicking. Yeah. And uh, let me see, like if I had to pick a personal defense, like Danielle was getting pressure tonight. It felt like, yeah. but yeah, like it was an all around just team defensive effort effort excuse me yeah and that's what you love to see that's right jackson we love to (laughs) see it an actual defense with an identity that you know after all the smack all of us were talking earlier in the season about all the blitzing and hell they were talking smack on the broadcast tonight about how much we blitz and don't get home and how we blitz and we don't get pressure but it's getting the ball out quick taking pressure off of our dbs 
and letting people rally and make plays. And then like tonight, you know, you get Brock Purdy, as, you know, Arif Hassan pointed out on the timeline. Uh, as much as people want to look at, you know, Brock, Brock Purdy's box score stats and say that he's balling, you know, he's, I think, top five in turnover-worthy plays coming into this yeah. game, and we capitalized on it today. Yeah. He threw those lo- He's been throwing those lollipops all season. He just went against a secondary that can actually catch today. And uh, there we go. It's what we do. We shut Purdy down. We shut Tyson Bajant down. We we shut Bryce Young. We quarterbacks don't want to come at us. I mean, we we're going down to schedule. Hot take, hot take schedule on the schedule right now. Jason, boy, here we go. Here we go. At Green Bay, win or loss. I mean, I feel like. Did you see? Did you watch Green Bay play, play yesterday? No. Why would I watch Green Bay? Oh my play? lord! I mean, I try to I try to see what's going on in the division, and Lord have they lost to the okay. Broncos, bro. <laughs> All right. At or at Atlanta, what you got? I mean, they better win that one because I'm gonna be in the state. <laughs> but Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter is like I I also watched that awful game, and Desmond Ritter I think had what two? The Falcons had two. Like not just red zone turnovers, but like two like end zone turnovers. Like Ritter was walking in and fumbled through the end zone as he was running in on a quarterback. Right? Like, they're terrible. They still we better the beat game. them. Versus New Orleans. I mean, at home, their car also home. terrible. We should beat them too. At Denver. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> All right. Home against the Bears. I mean, again, dubs. Dubs at the Raiders. I mean, dub, you're going to be in the building for that. So they, they best win. To, they better win that one. So you're saying that we're in the middle of an eight-game winning streak right now. I mean, there'll be one stupid game in there that we forget how to play football. But we should win at least six of these next eight. At least six? Yeah. I but we, like should, I mean, not, we will we be favored in all eight. of them. We okay. should be favored in all of them. But, like, it is the NFL. So Vikings fans coming off of this win, big upset win, should be able to say, you know what? We should be 11. We should be, what is that, 9 and 4 heading into the home stretch of, this, of the 2023 season. That doesn't seem crazy. That doesn't seem crazy. That doesn't seem crazy. Like, we're going into a stretch where, like, we're going to have the best quarterback in like the next eight games we play. <laughs> like that seems like an insane thing to say, but like Good. that's, and by a decent margin, it's not like one of those things where we're like arguing like Kirk and this other guy who are in the middle of the, like it's like Kirk mm. and some like bottom third quarterbacks that we're going against. Like we should be able to win these games. So yeah. nine and four. That's the, that's the eyes on the prize. Let's just get to nine and four and see what happens. We'll see what happens. You know, I'm looking said, ahead. I don't actually have to play the game, so I can look ahead. We I get can to look, look ahead. I can I can look past the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to have some fun, you know, some Schadenfreude, um, go check in on on Packers Twitter. Now that they don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback, it is uh, it is delicious over there these days and uh yeah you know harry i think you know there's some things that we can we can nitpick around uh yeah there's definitely some things i wouldn't even just say the 50 yarder i would also say 
choosing to kick field goals in the red zone when you're that deep, like go for it. Uh, try to, no, try to no. get some touchdowns. You, you got some kick touchdowns those field on the goals. board. Not Bro, on. your your team is telling you that they can't get a yard. I mean, your stop trying to be tough. Telling... Stop trying to be tough. Like at some point, <laughs> stop trying to be tough in the red zone. It's not who you are. Spread them out. Throw the football. So what you're trying to say is don't give the ball to Alex Madison. Stop that's, it. That's yes, true. don't give Madison the ball. Don't bring more tight ends in. If you're going to bring the tight ends in, bring them in to play action, but stop giving Madison the ball down there. Like, it's not okay. going to work out for anybody, ever. Like, just don't do it anymore. I mean, and like yeah, the one Madison. where they tried to throw it to Madison in the red zone, Oh, which also, <laughs> I might put that on Kevin O'Connell as well, because you're asking Madison yeah. to do too yeah. much. That's he more just, than he's capable. Of. You're asking Madison right. to go and run, throttle down right. in the zone. Do a route. No, throttle no. down. No. It's too much. It's too much. <laughs> you know, just let him sit down. Acres, Chandler, let one of them go in there. Somebody with some juice. It Madison. was not a bad throw. Kirk was now trying Madison not to get that man the killed. He can get the ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Alejandro. He is. Doing... There's just too much red zone, Madison. <laughs> He's doing the best he can, but uh, yeah, you know, we'll get back to the positivity because, like, yes. yeah, we just beat the 49ers. Shout out to my man Jethro, my PT up here, played college ball. He actually was the trainer for uh, one of our players, Villain. You know, shout out to him. Also, yes, Ottawa sir. boy, but he's a 49ers fan. So, Jet, ha. I'm be hollering at you tomorrow because you know you were talking right. cash shit coming can, into this game. And look at we you. We can now. do the same. Frank Piasta trying to <laughs> trying to put it in the chat before the game. We here. Vikings <laughs> are here. Okay. You don't All know right. nothing about Kirk Tober. Let's go. So I mean, I mean, I'm again put you on the spot. What was the moment in the game where you actually started to feel, hey man, we're gonna pull this out. We're gonna win this thing. So, you know, probably when Cam Bynum intercepted that second pass, I don't think a Vikings fan of my age or of your age is going to put anything past them. Okay. Dur- during during our, our win streak, I was watching with some family, and, you know, I sang the fight song after a touchdown. Next play, next drive, the Vikings get ready to go down to the red zone. And they start getting their cameras ready to so they can put it up on social media. I was like, you haven't watched enough. You have not watched <laughs> enough Vikings football. Okay. I know the, I know it's first down on the five-yard line, but you have not watched enough Vikings football to be getting your cameras ready. You like have not suffered enough. No. <laughs> you, will, you will learn. You will learn. So it was that Cam Bynum, the second interception, not even the first. That's when... I felt good about it, but you know, the, the best part of the game, like, yes, we won. Yes. We can take things to the next level this season. If we put together a a win streak here, but the best part of this game goes back to the beginning where we're talking about. Stefan knows. Stefan knows. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he knows. Oberlander knows. The best part of this game goes back to the, the, just the Jordan Addison, just, Watching him take over a game, win or lose, amazing thing to see because that's something you can count on. You know, watching Cam Bynum grow, watching a Caleb Evans, you know, guys like DJ Wanham continue to make plays. Uh, uh, Christian Darison, Brian O'Neill, just having a great day protecting 
Kirk Cousins, watching Dalton Reisner, you know, not hearing his name a single time in his first start in purple. Those are the things that say, hey, okay, this team, the players are improving. We're developing in the right direction. We've got great coaching on both sides of the ball, and that's going to give us a chance against any team any week. And just one thing that I just, you know, Luke Braun pointed it out in the, at the end of the first half. But that pass to Jordan Addison, if he gets tackled, the half is over. Yeah. Like, we have no timeouts. And it was and we underthrown. Just underthrow pass down the middle of the field. And somehow that turns into it, a touchdown. It don't make no sense. Don't That's think when I started to much. feel like, oh, wow, like, there's actually a chance. But then okay. the Vikings fan in me was like, don't 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 get too up. I'm sitting here watching, just like, is it our like, they're missing kicks? Christian McCaffrey's fumbling. Jordan Addison is bailing Kirk out and sprinting. Like this this is like this is our time. But we still had we still had to take all of those things where the universe was conspiring yeah. to have us win this game and still somehow still barely squeak out of victory yeah. from it. It was it was very Buffalo Billsy like the Buffalo Bills game last year, it was had a lot of moments like that. And we will take everyone because it's exciting football. And, and we, Hey, we going to, we going to get wins. These teams, they tend to underrate teams like the Vikings. They tend to underrate Kirk Cousins. This is what happens. We going to play you all four quarters. Well, maybe the last three quarters, but we going to play. (laughs) <laughs> the last three. I mean, you see, you McCaffrey, he, he got his jump started today. Got it was they're like, you know, we got to score a touchdown in the first quarter. Like, yeah. just streaks, <laughs> bad luck, all these things being broken down. And uh, yeah, not much else to say, but just skull Vikings. Super, Vikes. super stoked about this win. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. We'll have folks on. We'll have shows all week celebrating this win. Looking ahead at this schedule. With you know some very winnable games, which and that just might be another way of us are giving ourselves hope so we can be crushed. Because I'm sure the 49ers fans were looking at this game, being like, "Look at this really winnable game!" And uh, ha, <laughs> jokes on you. But uh, yeah, to everybody watching live, to everybody listening later on, we appreciate you. Like, subscribe if you have not already, and uh, flip. What do they say? They say Skull Vikes. Yes, sir.